The Good Samaritan is one of the most famous stories Jesus ever told. A beautiful stranger helps a man left for dead. The man's own people, the Levites and the priests, disdain and forsake him. But a Samaritan from that race of hated half-breeds to the north, he comes to the rescue. And after Jesus tells this heartwarming story, he finishes with a famous imperative, go and do likewise. And so it's generally assumed that this is a simple morality tale. We conclude that Jesus wants us to copy the good ethical practice of the Good Samaritan. Or he wants to break down racial divides and show that love is the heart of everything. Or, I don't know, what is the point of this parable? Well, let's ask that question. What is the point of this parable? Firstly, Notice the question that prompts the story. Luke chapter 10 from verse 25. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? Jesus replied, how do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You've answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus told this story. The teacher of the law wants to justify himself. That's so crucial about the parable of the Good Samaritan. Jesus, with this parable, is deflating the pride of a self-justifier. It's also very significant that the teacher of the law asks, who is my neighbor? That's the question that prompts the story. Who is my neighbor? Then Jesus tells the story, and in verse 36, Jesus asks, well, which of the three was a neighbor to the man who had fallen into the hands of the robbers? Okay? So, who is my neighbor? Well, is it the priest, is it the Levite, or is it the Samaritan? Who am I meant to be as I imagine my way into the story? Whose sandals am I putting myself in? Well, I'm the man who has fallen into the hands of the robbers. And I'm meant to think, who is my neighbor? Is it the priest? Is it the Levite? Is it the Samaritan? I am not the priest. I am not the Levite. I am not, first and foremost, the Samaritan. I'm the man who's fallen into the hands of the thieves, and I need to figure out who is my neighbor. So actually, I need to put myself into the sandals of this fallen man. The fallenness of the man in this story is uh, really underlined, triply underlined in verse 30. A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. Jerusalem is like Zion, this heavenly sanctuary, heavenly city. Jericho is due east from uh, Jerusalem. It's, it's on the border, the frontier of the promised land. And, and you've got really Eden-type language, haven't you? You've got the mountain sanctuary of God, Jerusalem, and he's falling down east of Eden. And physically, this would involve a descent of about a thousand meters in the space of just 23 miles. So he's going down from the heavenly city and he falls into the hands of robbers. Falls, this, this fallenness of the man is really underlined. What do they do to him? Well, they strip him of his clothes, they beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. That's the man's predicament. And, and Jesus wants us to see it as our predicament. Do we realize that we are those who have fallen, just like Adam, fallen from the heavenly sanctuary and left for dead? 
What hope do we have in our predicament? Well, verse 31, here comes religion. Is religion going to be any help? A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, he passed by on the other side. The priest and the Levite are of no help. Religion is of no help to us. What's the only thing that helps? A beautiful stranger. Verse 33, but a Samaritan as he traveled came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him, bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil, always a symbol of the spirit in the Bible, and wine, always a symbol of blood in the Bible, oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, literally on his own beast, brought him to an inn and and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, two silver coins, and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. This Samaritan took pity. In In the New Testament, this verb, which could be translated, he was moved in his bowels with compassion. Uh, It's a verb that's only used of Jesus. He is the subject of this verb every single time it comes up. And it is the number one verb to describe Jesus' emotional state. He took pity. In every narrative passage in the scriptures, it's Jesus who is the one who takes pity. And in the parables that Jesus tells, there are three people who take pity. There's the merciful king of Matthew 18. He takes pity. The father of the prodigal son in Luke 15. He takes pity. And this good Samaritan, he takes pity. Here is an incredibly Christ-like response to a fallen man. There you are in all your half-dead wretchedness. Religion has been of no help to you, but this beautiful stranger does everything. He comes near, he takes pity, he heals, pouring in wine and oil, his blood, his spirit. He carries, he cares, and he pays for it all. Here's a fun detail. We learn from Matthew chapter 20 that a denarius was a day's wage, and the innkeeper is given two denarii. So we can assume that when the Good Samaritan comes again, it will be on the third day. And then he will bring to completion the work that he has begun. Do you see the the, the story that Jesus is telling? Have you put yourself in the shoes of the fallen man? Have you appreciated the love of the Good Samaritan? Well then, now verse 37, now go and do likewise. Don't first conjure up the character of the Good Samaritan. First, be the fallen man. First, experience the compassion of this loving outsider. And then, go and do likewise. Likewise.